welcome to UX Banter Season 3, where I, Dushyant Kanungo, talk to the leaders in the design field about their journey and what inspires them to be the best. I also touch upon the aspects of the industry such as jobs, trends and challenges to name a few. This podcast is presented by Galaxy UX Studio and powered by Galaxy Weblinks and Inc 5000 company. Hi everyone. Welcome to the new episode of the UX Panther podcast. I am Dushan Kanungo and today I have a very special guest on this podcast for you. Isaac Asimov said self-education is I firmly believe the only kind of education there is and our guest reflects and practices that to the most. He's a self-taught design expert specializing in UI and product design. With over 7 years of experience in the field, his core expertise in UI has sharpened his skills in creating intuitive and visually stunning UI that provides an elevated user experience. He is also a mentor to aspiring designers, helping them develop their skills and achieve their career goals. Please welcome our talented guest, the design lead in Galaxy Weblinks Inc, Mr. Praveen and and with that i must must say that he is the design strength and the creative strength of galaxy ux studio as well so welcome praveen to the show hello hi i dishan and uh, it was nice meeting you too in this podcast and uh, thanks for this warm welcome actually <laughs> and i must say we are talking to designers worldwide i think when we had this uh, connect when we met last i think it was a great idea that you know i thought that why not just showcase what we know and what we learned together on this podcast so praveen i mean we know and we've been working professionally for the last many years now and even i am not fully understand that how was your journey like can you just please tell us that what was the path you took to become such a designer extraordinaire and educate us sure and uh, yep and so the first thing is like i'm not from the design background so i was like you know very uh, rural area of my uh, city and uh, like i studied like everybody like i i didn't know like what to study and my father chose i want to study this you know like bachelor of computer application then i i studied that like i didn't know why i studied the three years in my college then uh, there was some time that i had to take a decision whether i should go to a job because of my like some personal issues and then i took this opportunity because my brother was also a designer so i like i had a like initial mentorship from him that you can at least choose this path and you know start your career then i took that advice and uh, started practicing myself uh, i didn't go to any schools or you know i didn't learn and that was that time I, there isn't any online platforms to go and learn it so the only source that i had was youtube so i just took all the you know videos that people uh, recorded and posted so that was the time that even design was also evolving and uh, i started that as a, a practice like that I, i took it like 6 months as a practitioner and uh, i was start applying for jobs because of some issues then um, then only i got into job opportunities and uh, that was a product design company initially then there was my you know journey starts like now it's been 7 years that i started my career I mean, it's it's been a pleasure that I I become a designer. I don't know like what will happen if I choose this, you know, uh, industry. So what you are saying is that mentorship actually played a big role. Your brother was there, but 
how difficult was it to have that discipline and learn everything on your own? I mean, there could be best practices, the examples of who's who and the best designers out there. Do you think that somewhere on the line that you had the self-doubt that would I be able to make it? Or do you think that there was a time when you were troubled about that, whether or not it is the right choice? Well, like every time that I had self-doubt on every day that I, am I going in the right path or like, because there isn't a proper mentor, right? Like even my brother also was a big designer at that time and he didn't get a chance to teach me a lot. So I had to do a self-doubt. Like every time I watch a video, then I do practice and then I apply it on every design that I do practice. Then I post it on like, you know, dribble. Then uh, the, those community actually, you know, like gives like, a lot of inputs like this is where you're struggling and this is where like you're doing a great job so that that was the you know struggle that i had but otherwise like mentorship should have been there like that's what i started become a mentor so everybody don't need to go through this much of you know struggle in their initial times so what i mean we look at your designs and we feel like that we have finally hit the jackpot as an agency having a creative force like you what are the things that you have done to refine the skills that you have i mean i know that there is always talent there is there is no replacement of it but there is always hard work and practice so what is the key for you what do you think that helped you most in becoming the designer that you are Obviously, that is the first thing is practice. I, I do practice a lot. Like even after my day job, I do practice from the six o'clock to 12 o'clock till midnight. And then I go to sleep that time. So usually like I do practice a lot. Even if I have a job, then uh, I, I, even like I said, I always have a self-doubt whether I'm doing it right or not. So the practice was first thing. And then consistency, obvious. You know, if you lose a consistency, then you will not understand like how this design principle works because trends are changing, right? Like nowadays, like you can see a lot of trends. If, if I am designing one design today, then uh, tomorrow it will be gone. Like it will be outdated. So that's how this industry works now. And I like strictly, I don't follow this design trend because it changes in every day. So I, I strongly work on consistency and practice. Then I do iterate a lot actually. Like I don't, I don't stuck with one design that I, uh, even I'm uh, you know, satisfied Then I don't uh, stuck with that design. I, I go for like two or three or four iterations that I can, you know, like compare it and, you know, post it online, like, or, or like, you know, for a project wise also to make the client satisfied that I um, give them like three to four versions so that they don't really stuck with one design that even they don't like it. Right. But there is there is another filter when you're working, right? When you are a, there is art and then there is a design. So in art, you are expressing what you want to do. And then comes the design where you are actually providing a solution for somebody else. So in, in that area, there is always going to be a filter somewhere in the middle. Either it's a manager in your own organization or manager, which is at the client's end, somebody who is not the owner of everything, but basically they are the ones who are the filters and they would say they like the design, they didn't like the design. So how do you cope up with that and how those uh, challenges affect in the overall attitude or uh, in the motivation that you have towards design? Basically, like sometimes you, you won't get exact the mentor or the you know manager that you are expecting. Right? You are the good manager that I can you know say it. But, uh... <laughs> so just people who don't know, I mean, me and Praveen, we work very closely. And I think with this question, I have put him on the spot. 
but I really wanted to know this. I mean, from the beginning, that <laughs> how does it go? Like, I mean, we lock horns many, many, many times, and well, Praveen wins most of the times, but then this is the, how you know the things would turn out. So yeah, Praveen, please continue. <laughs> yeah. So like to answer the question that most of the time you won't get the exact design manager, right? So I like I said, I, I give them with a lot of inputs. Okay, this is what you know, is, is going to work in terms of visual or in terms of experience wise, because like people might think, you know, like giving a visual will, you know, done with the product, but the experience comes and, you know, play a big role in that. Because if you, if you don't, how things are working, then you can't even, you know, touch, uh, even create a button, like how to create a button, like without proper experience. So like, I, I, I do that in my, in my practice and give this, all those in, in inputs to the managers and they'll say, yeah yeah this is this will work and they'll they'll get confused and okay give me give me a minute and i'll, I'll come back and give them the another design that they'll okay they, they forget all the designs and they choose the new design so that's how i like that kind of a trick to the to the all the managers and like even uh, that works for clients and while you're doing it, you're not just actually tackling one problem at a time. I mean, you have a team of people who are working for you. You're working on multiple projects together. Multi-threading becomes a big part. And then comes the point that every design has to be unique. So how do you go about juggling not just the design ideas, but requirements and projects and clients and teams? I mean, it's a long journey that you have taken in a short time. I think it takes people about a decade and over to get to a position where they are actually juggling with all those things together. So what is the uh, differentiator between when, while you were working on your own directly and now with the team and multiple projects? So for example, like while working alone, like you will not get a lot of inputs, like your only mind is your, you know, your teacher and your mentor. So what I decide that that goes with me. So, but then it, connect with the team actually like they'll they'll give you a lot of surprises you you can't even think of okay this there is a possibility okay you can do this like I've, I've seen so many of my juniors and like my senior designers they came up with a lot of good interesting designs that actually works and you know uh, that actually impressed me a lot and like then then where only i like trust uh, you know trust my designers and so like i if, like sometimes you know I was expecting to somebody give me a space, right, to design it at least. So that's what I was giving them. So I, I don't go and disturb them. Like I just give an opportunity. This is this is your project. This is your design. Give me your best. So they'll come up with like they'll struggle initially, but with the simple guidance, like okay, this is where you are struggling, and go and change this, and they'll come up with you know the, the better better solution that I was even think uh, wasn't think about it. So yeah, that's how the like the collaboration was changed a lot from in, as an individual perspective changed, like thinking perspective or design perspective, everything was changed when I started leading actually. All right. I mean, with that, I will take you to our the rapid fire round. And Praveen, here there are things that you know I always you know have this random question that I ask everyone, and then it's your turn now. <laughs> and I hope that you are ready for it. Yeah, one ready. Yes. <laughs> if you won ten million dollars tomorrow, what would be the first thing that you are going to buy? Oh, that is an interesting question, actually. <laughs> um, like, I I wouldn't probably take for myself. Maybe I'll give it to 
with people who struggle, maybe like my circle or people who don't know who actually like struggling with the day-to-day life of uh, you know uh, bread and butter. So, yeah, that that probably what I'll do. All right, very charitable of you. <laughs> Next one. Are you into sunrises or sunsets? Actually, I'm a rainy person. <laughs> Not sunrises or sunsets, uh, actually. Like, um, if I, I actually don't uh, wake up early. And uh, even, like, I don't go sleep early, too. So, I'm a rainy person. If there is a rainy start, then I start my car and uh, go for a ride. Oh, nice. But then uh, you are you are in Chennai, one of the most beautiful beaches in the world out there, and you have the beach. I think it's the the largest beach in India, the second largest one in yeah, India. Marina. And yeah. you get like the best best sunrises out there in the world. So, that is true, actually. Yeah, so, like uh, beaches like behind my backyard. So uh, I live in this apartment, and if i uh, go to my balcony i can see all the you know beaches and uh, all the Man, uh, I'm, I'm yeah going, i'm going to come and stay there for a few days <laughs> you're welcome actually i'm, I'm yeah. a beach person myself all yeah. right okay if you were a superhero what would your superpower be oh i i was quite thinking like this is like everybody's childhood you know thing right so i would probably go as an invisible person invisible that's creepy yeah <laughs> <laughs> because like you know you, you can just hide it like you, you don't want to you know stay with your problems like you can just go and hide it no, so that no. is one thing and like that that was for you know something but i i always wanted to be a spider-man spider-man yeah well in chennai do you uh, i mean yeah maybe with the tall building is possible but it would <laughs> get stuck in the power lines <laughs> yeah that is true yeah <laughs> so that's I, so i can probably I can probably move to uh, another city, maybe Mumbai or like yeah. the tall buildings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to have the power with the movie Jumper. You know, you can just think about a place and just show up there. And yeah, I could be that beach in Chennai, oh, right? Like uh, a teleporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teleportation that you can just have your breakfast or by, by the beach and dinner maybe on the Eiffel Tower. I don't know, but that's something <laughs> that I... <laughs> that is a good, good, good power, actually. All right. So next one, books or movies? Movies, obviously. I, I'm not a book person. Like I didn't even uh, read a one book. Like I, I just bought one book called Ikigai and I haven't uh, crossed like 16 pages yet. Really? <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm really not a big... You don't have discipline to read the book on discipline. Yeah, because like most of my career, you know... Even if I watch a movie, I don't watch movie, I watch subtitles because I want to learn something like, you know, learn English or something else. So that's how I, I started work, like liking movies. Uh, so yeah, there isn't a time to read a lot of books. But I like recent days, people are like suggesting try to read books, but I'll take this as advice. Well, I can understand totally because I believe that you are a visual person and then everything that runs in your head is on the visual level. So more than the theory you believe in, actually seeing it done out there. And that's absolutely fine. So two things. You haven't read my book yet. That's clear. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just to have a shameless plug, my book is called UX Decoded, available on Amazon and Google and all the other platforms in Kindle and paperback versions. And second point is, Praveen, while you are 
enjoying movies which one do you would you recommend that everybody should see i don't have a personal favorite like i do like i have a genre that actually works for me i, I do watch a lot of crime thrillers so because like as i'm a designer that i want to see how people are actually really solving the problems right so like every, every crime thriller movies like teach you something and like for sometimes i i watch like family movies cartoons with my daughter and uh, <laughs> she was like every she, she know all the songs that you know going on every movies so i i'll watch her with her uh, watch the movies with her and crime thriller is my uh, right, genre all right so your favorite mobile phone app that you would recommend yes. that that is a good question can i check my mobile it's a rapid fire you should know that which is the one app that you think it's absolutely amazingly designed and everybody should you know see i mean um, nothing designed but anybody I, anything yeah i i like i like jupiter application that is a banking uh, app uh-huh. and i like cred actually the card uh, was one of the amazing design that people they have designed that and like they didn't even you know try and like they didn't even hesitate to try this new kind of a trends right like that time the new morphism came in and this, these guys like started trying and like, you know building it actually i think they are on the third version from the first one to second one was a big leap and they yeah. went into the neo brutalism uh, yeah now they are, have this yes and then there is a third version which is available right now i was yeah. surprised when i saw that the first one was heavy on the motion graphics they still use mm-hmm. it but mm-hmm. second one was neo brutalism and i never thought that a banking app which is going mainstream on the finance circuit is actually going to do that and i was a bit shocked and surprised but yeah. i completely agree that they have uh, broken the the stereotype there that you know certain apps should look and behave certain way they try to be in the finance domain but on the fun side as well so yeah yeah <laughs> uh, so next one so are you go out or a stay in person i'm actually both so like let's say if i was in weekdays i i want to go out if that is a weekend then i want to go I stay in so that's like both i would do but most of my mind is obviously you know tell me to go out uh, mm-hmm. because like want to explore a lot and like i would love to travel a lot with my car so yeah. maybe i'm a go out person all right so when it comes to traveling i'm looking forward to hanging out once again with you in the days to come so your favorite holiday destination like i haven't gone through a lot of places but i want to go back to munar that i went with my uh, wife uh, that was my first visit to outside the world so i want to go back to munar uh, from kerala nice one and i think it it you you in the, in this southern part of the india there are plenty of places to go and actually visit and you are i think you visit a lot of uh, areas like coimbatore and uti and as well the surrounding states you you guys went to kanyakumari and i saw the pictures i loved it i would definitely would try and plan something out for the southern states because it has been quite some time that i have been around on a holiday planning something soon and i hope that i get to visit there but <laughs> with that, i'm going to put these cards down and coming back to one question that you were saying that as a designer you were a different person while you were doing it yourself 
and then you have a team and then you think that your skills your approach to design and the vision of it has uh, changed dramatically mm-hmm. so with that you have also started with your own mentorship courses that you are offering yeah. so how difficult was it to actually go from you know deciding that i do want to be your mentor and here is the curriculum that i'm going to decide and teach what are the gaps that you're trying to bridge so actually there is um, like i'm not quitting designing actually like uh, i'm not a, even like uh, even i do lead and manage i won't exit design because i still i want to be a practitioner because if i don't practice design like on day to day my head will explode so something like that so but teaching is something that i want to do you know outside this industry because i i've been through this path like where i got a lot of struggles so recent days like i've seen people that actually go and take a lot of initiatives and learn you know an online platforms and sometimes like they, they do have a lot of ux courses and you know uh, all all kind of courses but they don't teach how you know how to design a quality design right so that that is a gap and bridge that i want to cover here like i want to tell them like this is the path you want to do a quality design because quality design matters and people struggle doing quality designs actually like you you can just count it with the you know their fingers like people who do a lot of good visual designs in uh, in india actually they are just very minor things that actually differentiate between a bad design a good design or a great yes. design in fact those are the differentiators that everybody wants to have and uh, it's it's very hard to actually explain what a clean design is people understand that you know probably i i'm liking this and i have no idea why i'm just in love with this particular design or colors or the spacing and the margins and all that but that's it's something that is a coachable skill is is that what you are trying to say yes it is because like what i've been through was like practice and consistency is what you can you can be a good designer actually so you know looking at a lot of references going through a lot of different websites and uh, applications you can you can count my you know phone that it, it's more than 100 plus application that i have it in my phone uh, i i go through all uh, download all the applications and go through you know every screen by screen that how these things are working and how these designers did this project and nowadays i think you can get a lot of screens from some other websites they also uh, like put all the screens of your application and uh, you can just visit it so but now things are like very uh, become easy but when i started that was very you know harder so now that that is the thing that i want to tell them that uh, do practice do a consistent job like keep it rating that, that's what i want to do so recently figma made a lot of changes in their application they came up with variables first and then now yeah. they have you know the the multilingual support and all the data sets which are coming in and the ai is coming in so what what do you think of that i mean i've seen some of the experimentations that were done do you think that we are headed in the right direction obviously yes actually so like when they started uh, the auto layout as a feature right so initially i didn't realize that that is a good feature and then because like we we started using uh, wrong actually because they have made it in a different format and we understood different as we means like i me so i understood different and then i started hating those auto layout because like i have to adjust everything like otherwise like i can go and simply move this thing 
so then i started realizing okay this is actually solving like problem then i started adapting those those kind of you know new features and now this config 23 was like absolute you know a big event that every designer was in dream actually <laughs> so that the variables like brought me like a lot of good changes in this design field because like you can you can think differently with this kind of a feature and uh, you can think of different interactions so you can just do a lot of you know uh, experimentation and you uh, are client some you know insights like okay this is what we are doing and they are like we we were experimenting this uh, with variables and this prototype and one of our client like we are kind of working was like wow these guys like you guys are doing amazing job and they was like uh, impressive uh, job that you guys did i think there are two things which i personally am very interested in one is the theming part that light and dark but you can actually create another theme if you want to have in the middle so the two options that people ask for it's already there second is the language the multilingual app support that you can actually design i mean we are doing some work for one of the clients and they wanted to see that how it will work out when we are putting in some german text or some korean text how it is going to translate and uh, i think uh, having that built in functionality with the variables this is going to be a game changer in itself yeah obviously like because like now figma uh, also like entering into ai and that demo was the demo got me because like people was afraid that ai will take your job but now these guys are doing in the design tool and uh, you know i like that was really really actually interesting and that's where i realized okay this because ai was there like a long long uh, time back but now this got boom now so yeah like now ai is the future and we have to adapt it actually but do you think that it is going to be a threat for the industry the creative industry with the generative ai tools which are available out there do you think it is on the benefit side or it is going to you know make you amend the ways you are designing no there there is a positive and a negative because like let's let's talk example of you know a car company right like people are started building cars and still people using you know uh, human power to build the car right there is a machines but people are operating those machines so that's how i see this industry because like even there is a ai there is still a lot of lot of possibility that industry needs human help and um, like it it won't take my job or like it won't take your job so that obviously that i is what i understand and like the way that you operate is you know is going to change because visual skills that without your input that ai can't do anything right so ai is not going to take your job but people who know how to use ai are the ones who are going to take your to job take your job yes and that is, uh, that is precisely the international agreement is generally these days but from a creative side i believe it is amazing i mean we are recently i think the graphic design team is using photoshop extensively by fixing those images and i was on a call and somebody was giving a demo and then they said wait a sec this is the same image isn't it i mean the same people <laughs> and then somebody from the, the graphic team responded oh we used ai for this like, seriously <laughs> and and i mean the clients get surprised to learn that we are actually using the tech for the future and the adoption rate the way it has actually gone i think it is not just amazing but this is incredible the rate at which the world is adopting to and i hope that the trend stays and people get more into design by the deliberative uh, awareness of these tools now 
one thing which happened like many years ago, which was when Flash had introduced action scripting. So there was one, the first part, which came with Macromedia. And uh, at that time, it was pretty simple uh, thing to do and operate. So linking the CBTs, the computer-based tutorials, and the flash desks used to come in the education centers was designers were able to actually do that. And then with time, they actually introduced something called Action Scripting 2.0 when it went to Adobe from Macromedia. And suddenly it had its own JavaScript-based programming language. And that language was a bit difficult for all the designers to understand. And then there were specialist requirements in the market for people who were action script developers. And then came Flex, which was again another programming language. But they were all derivatives of what you can do with, with the Flash player and Flash itself. Now, in, in this time, the changes that we have seen coming to Figma, it requires a bit of a coding that they have introduced that you can actually, while prototyping, you are adding those logics. And even yeah. while we are creating those variables, we are creating tables and data sets to make sure that it is normalized and stuff. So do you think that there could be a little higher learning curve for designers or there could be specialist requirements for people who can just do this sort of prototyping and interactive jobs? using using figma obviously yeah actually like to understand this now uh, current update of figma prototype you obviously need at least a, some basic skill of you know coding like at least a mathematical operation like how things are working like you know those mathematical operation is right mm. now they are doing it but uh, as a like when, when you are a designer you obviously should know about how you know engineering works because like it's not your job that, you know, once you design, that is not going to end. Your job not going to end that time. You, you are building the design and then you are going to develop it. Then then only you you get, you know, the feel, uh, feeling of satisfaction once the product is out, right? So you obviously should understand how they are working. So that is the thing that now we are getting towards, like, this kind of functionality in the in the prototype. So, yeah, like, I think it's a good thing to learn, right? Um, if you are updating your skills, that that is for you, and obviously it is going to end up in some place that you are obviously going to use that skill. So yeah, it's uh, the world which is changing. I mean, everything is gets updated. But that is where I would ask you: What is the one advice you want to give to people who are starting out their careers? And they want to be the designers that, you know, they have been inspired from their childhood. They wanted to be a designer. And now they are in the boat where they look up to portfolios like yours and feel that one day I want to be that designer. What would be your recommendation and advice? My recommendation is be consistent. That's what one thing I keep telling myself and to others also, because if you lose your consistency, then there's no point of doing it. Even if you're like, for example, you wake up early and then you do your routines, right? That just comes in like a normal. You won't keep, you know, you won't forget it. So that's how I see it, like whatever job you do. So when you start your career, like doing friends, like collecting reference and looking at the people that who are already in the industries, you know, higher places. So that that is also going to work out for you. But don't look at the people who are, uh, you know, who are doing trending designs because trend always change but follow people that who work on like consistent designs like enterprise designing real product designings so follow them and learn out of them so that's how you can be a good designer 
following trends will lead you to a different uh, perspective and yeah that, that, that's what i want to tell thank you praveen for that wonderful piece of advice people who want to get in touch praveen is available on linkedin where he also promotes his course that he teaches personally and also you guys can look at his portfolio on dribble and anything that you look at our website which is galaxyux.studio is led and done by praveen so uh, well mostly and uh, you can check out our studio's portfolio which is obviously moderated and led by praveen as well so having a designer of this caliber not just puts us in confidence but as a a designer in in the career field it always inspires to have those people in your contact list and you know making sure that you can rely on them so thank you so much praveen once again for agreeing to join me on this podcast thank you bishan and it was uh, it was a pleasure actually that uh, when you said that let's do a podcast then i was like what am i going to talk there like, <laughs> uh, yeah that now i can understand like because when you when you in front of some you know stage then you lose all your fears so that's how i see this and thanks for the skate opportunity and uh, thank you you were amazing and we definitely learned a lot so keep yeah. it consistent make sure that you're practicing it every day you have to learn from consistent people rather than just the trend or fads which come and go and there is a lot to learn for even every single designer every single release which is coming out from the tool sets that we are actually looking out there and yes make sure that your portfolio remains consistent so thank you praveen everybody for joining in this conversation and uh, i'll see you guys next time with another new episode of the podcast so with that i wish you a wonderful day ahead thank you very much thank you